spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts right now. You know, we've been getting so many open mics. I'm trying to, I'm just trying to like rock it. Oh, what is happening? Why do I hear, why do I hear noise? Oh, it's Fox 30. Uh, we've been, got so many, so many open mic messages. I'm trying to rock it through all of them here and get them all set and, uh, and uh, ready to go. Everyone's all excited about and excited by, I mean, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody's really happy about it. Uh, this move now to restrict citizens' rights to amend the state constitution. You know, these amendments on the state constitution, they've always been the bane of my existence. Not that I don't believe that we should have the right to amend our state constitution if we want to, but I feel like people just, they don't, un- I, I feel like people don't understand what exactly it means to amend the state constitution. And I also feel like people take advantage of the situation. And for example, in the last election, when you had what? We had 13 amendments to the Florida State Constitution on the ballot, 13 referendum items, some of them which I I don't feel uh, belong in the state constitution whatsoever. Sure, some of them are a big uh, hairy deal. Some of them are are basically uh, were backed by major corporations and and people with lots of money who were looking to make a lot more money or keep other people from muzzling in on their territory. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that these amendments have turned into. So now – there's a now there's it's almost like we have freedom, but now people are taking advantage of the freedom freedom. So now we're trying to figure out how to restrict that freedom. Anyway, uh, there's a news news article today. Medical marijuana class size, fair districts, environmental land and restoration of voting rights. Since 2002, Florida voters have seen fit to amend the state, the state constitution, often to the chagrin of legislators. Lawmakers have also reduced the amount of time citizens have to gather signatures from Florida voters for proposed amendments uh, to just two years. Because of these changes, less than one third of the amendments put before voters since 2010 have been drafted by citizens, with the majority being written by the Florida legislator or the Constitutional Revision Committee. Now they want to change. the Here's the deal. There was a bill that was filed this week. All right. They want to provide more information to uh, voters about processed amendments. The bill would make a few key changes. It would require that a petition gatherer be a Florida resident, which is something that is important, because if you're if you're changing the uh, Florida state constitution, you feel like you should know something a little. You feel like you should live here, like it should affect you, meaning you can't go out of uh, out of the state and hire a professional organization and don't think that there aren't any. You can't hire a professional pollster to go out and help you with this kind of thing. Um, they also say that uh, in addition to that, they would require the uh, they register with the secretary of state and not be paid based on the number of petitions gathered. This is 
<laughs> Another important thing. They're basically saying you cannot turn this into a job for somebody. If you want to go out and change the Florida State Constitution, you actually have to want to go out and change the Florida State Constitution. You have to think that it's better for you and your fellow citizens. You can't just do it because you're getting a quarter for every name that goes on the ballot. Although, although I think it's more. I think it's like a buck. And that's, a, that's how a lot of these amendments get on the ballot in the first place. When you have somebody with lots of money or a major corporation, a Fortune 500 corporation that thinks, you know what, we really could make some more dough if we change the uh, if we change the Constitution um, of the state of Florida. Let's hire somebody. It's worth it. Let's say let's say if this amendment were on the ballot and this became a constitutional amendment in the next 10 years, we could make an additional five billion dollars. All right. Then we need to invest at least at least 20 to 30 million in making this happen. Because if you make 5 billion and you invest 20 million, that's a win for you. You know, that's a pretty good that's a, you're a, that's a solid win. You know, that's a good investment, that's a good ROI. And that's why a lot of these companies and corporations, for example, the uh the uh the amendment last with the casinos on the last um ballot initiative where you had Disney, which I don't even know how many billions of dollars they have. And the and the um, uh, Seminole uh, casino people, they got together and they spent 60 million dollars on that ballot initiative. And basically what they did was they thwarted any other casinos ever being uh, constructed or or developed in the state of Florida. They basically the Seminoles created a monopoly for themselves on gambling in Florida and Disney protected their 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 Orlando territory from becoming invaded with any kind of gaming. You know, Disney's like, look, we don't want any casinos around our family friendly environment. We don't want you building any kind of gaming and, you know, casinos or 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 tracks or whatever anywhere people can bet. We don't want the showgirls. We don't want any of that near Orlando. We want to keep this Disney country. And so they spent 60 million dollars and they both got what they want and they're going to they're going to reap the rewards. Now, does that really help the people of Florida? Not unless your your last name is Disney or you're part of the Seminole tribe, in which case you live on a reservation anyway. And the Constitution of the state of Florida really doesn't affect you. So this is why this is coming under fire now. And this is why there is now this is why there is now a a, uh, a new movement or a new measure to basically make it harder for citizens to amend the state constitution. It's going to make it harder for people. So that, I mean, and again, I'm, I wasn't there when they framed the Florida state constitution. I'm not that old. I might look it, but I'm not. And I feel like with, just with our U.S. constitution, amending it should be a big stinking deal. It shouldn't be something that we do, you know, a dozen times every two to four years. It shouldn't be something that if you have an amendment to the Florida state constitution, IMHO, it should be something that you you work diligently for and should something that should benefit every single person in the state. It shouldn't just be something you want to pass because you feel like you can pad your own pocketbook. And I feel like that's what this is becoming. And it appears that the Florida state lawmakers feel that way, too. And that is why they're uh, they're choosing these amendments and they're, and they're trying to figure out how to curb the public's ability to get amendments on the Constitution. Now, here's the slippery slope. Do you as a state make it harder for the citizens to pass a constitutional amendment because you feel like they're taking advantage of it? Or is that taking advantage of it just something you run the risk of when you have when you have freedom? See, if you if you give people the ultimate freedom to decide these things, 
then you can't start taking it away because well then you don't have I mean it's it's a really slippery slope and this is one of the this is one of the things that's going to make it really difficult uh for this kind of a bill to pass now if you go back, if you look at the way that our Florida government is set up, if you look at the way that our, our national government set up, it's a representative uh, democracy. Basically, we don't just vote on everything. We vote on people to go and vote for stuff. And a lot of these amendments are things that should really just be voted on by our lawmakers. A lot of these things don't need to be constitutional amendments. They should be debated and argued and, and voted on and passed as bills and laws in Tallahassee. They shouldn't be something that the, the average ordinary voter has to go in and decide for themselves, especially since there's, there's 13 amendments on the last elect. There's usually at least, at what, five, six? I don't even know how many we've had so far. They're written weirdly, and they're backed by these political campaigns where people on one side of the aisle or the other have you know, their own special interests at heart. So it really defeats the entire purpose of a constitutional amendment and leaving that in the hands of the people. Pardon me, I just got an email. Eight, oh, wow, that's great. I'll read that to you here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. We have some open mics. I'm going to go through them here in just a minute. I'll play some of these for you, too. Where do you land on this? Do you feel like it's okay the way that we have these amendments pop up? like by the dozens on our ballots? Or do you feel like it shouldn't be as easy for corporations and individuals to get their personal desires uh, into the state constitution of the state of Florida? 855-765-1045. This is the Marque Show. Quick break. We'll be right back. Most of these uh, amendments are initiated by billionaires who have an agenda, such as John Morgan, who is heavily invested in the pot industry. Not only that, but he's got a new initiative that he's uh, putting forth, which is to raise the minimum wage in the state of Florida as well. We talked about that a little bit too. Uh, look, this is uh, this is happening. This is a uh, there's a big partisan battle now. It's in it's changing Florida's constitution. And basically what people are saying, and I'd love to know your thoughts on this, 855-765-1045 or star star 1045 if you're lazy and you don't want to dial all nine numbers. Uh, but basically they're, they're arguing that it's, it should be harder for citizens and groups to put measures on the ballot to change and alter the state constitution. Uh, let's see, we got a first amendment. The Republican lawmaker, his name is, um, who is this guy? Looks like it's Grant, Representative Grant from Tampa, James Grant. He says the purpose for this is the fact that a constitution be, should behave like a constitution. He wants to maintain the integrity and, the, and purpose of the state constitution. The proposal uh, was advanced in a 12 to 6 party line vote, and it comes after voters approved 11 constitutional amendments. So in the last election, we had 13 on the ballot. One, I think, was thrown out, and then 11 of the 12 passed. 11 of the 12 passed. Um, there are groups that are already petitioning signatures to get potentially high-profile issues on the 2020 ballot, such as uh, raising the state's minimum wage. That's being spearheaded again by Orlando lawyer John Morgan. Uh, there are also there's initiatives to uh, do all sorts of other crazy stuff. Anyway, they're basically trying to change it. They're trying to say, look, if you want to, uh, if you want to get an issue on the ballot for the these. Um, the Constitution, you need to submit 766,200 valid petition signatures to the state and get Florida Supreme Court approval of the amendment wording. 
All right. Under the proposal, they want that uh, the people that gather the signatures to be residents of Florida, they must be registered with the secretary of state and they must not be paid for the number of signatures that they get. Because, again, this is like a pay to play thing. This is how people get these votes. They go out there and they say, hey, uh, we've got lots of money. We'll give you a dollar per signature. And you get some people out on the street trying to get anyone to sign up. They don't care about the issue. They don't care about they're in it for the money. 855-765-1045. There's an article I'm reading here in Orlando Weekly. For example, Disney Worldwide Services and the Seminole Tribe of Florida, which we just talked about, bankrolled an amendment on the November ballot that is designed to make it harder to expand gambling in the state. The two of them spent $60 million, $60 million. So if you have big pockets, you can pretty much now alter the state of Florida's constitution to meet your personal business and financial needs. Uh, two, environment, uh, two environmental groups, however, chastised the House proposal because they argued it is designed to discourage citizens from pursuing ballot initiatives. So we're, it's a really tricky situation here. Is it something that we want to make sure we're keeping our eye on so that we don't just have people bastardizing the state constitution and using it for own, their own personal gain? Or is it something we need to leave open because the voters in the state of Florida should be left to decide what the constitution says? Government has too much control. Something like this needs to go on the ballot for the people to decide. Isn't that ironic? We should have a ballot initiative to see if we can make it harder to create ballot initiatives. I love it. Let's have a constitutional amendment vote to see if it should be harder to make constitutional amendments. Only in Florida would that happen, by the way. Can you post a list of these legislators who decided to crap on the citizens of this state so that we can vote them out? Well, it's all it was 12 to 6. So it's Republicans versus just Google Republican senators in Tallahassee and you'll get the complete uh, you'll get the complete list. I'll better wake up because once again, state power is getting a little bit too thirsty. This is Bob on the South Side. Bob, thanks so much for calling the Marquee Show. How's it going, Bob? What do you want to say, sir? Uh, good. Thanks for taking the call. Hey, uh, the thing about John Morgan and the minimum wage, and, you know, remember previously about ago, he was basically the big financer behind Charlie Chris, and on that set, that thing, he wanted a ballot to legalize marijuana, actually medical marijuana at that time. And what those ballots for John Morgan are is a way to drive more young, democratically voting uh, voters to the polls so that his larger issue, which at that time was Chris, or maybe to get a Democratic congressman or senator in office, is uh, to do. So what he's using the issue uh, of higher minimum wage or, you know, marijuana for everybody or whatever, to get more young Democrats in Democratic George, I'm sorry, but John Morgan appears to be uh, jamming your signal. <laughs> you can't go there. Look, and, and that, that is, there is a point to that. Democratic lawmakers love these initiatives that are uh, opposed toward Democratic voters because, for example, he's right. A, um, a an amendment to raise the minimum wage is going to get more Democrats or more people who who you know I guess you know con- consider themselves liberal voters. It's going to get them out to the polls. Same as the marijuana initiative. Uh, you know, same as uh, you know what are the the Greyhound initiative or whatever they had last year. If we do some kind of Green New Deal initiative, you're going to have the same thing because the people that are the people that are passionate about those issues, they usually go one way or the other. 
myself, I'm not a big bird. I'm not very passionate at all about altering the, the state constitution. So when I see that there are 13 amendments on the ballot, I get in, I get enthusiastic and I go out and vote because uh, because I want to keep them all from passing. Also, I mean, let's be honest. I vote anyway because, you know, it's what I do. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. Uh, quick break. We got the news. We got some of your phone calls. I want to know what you think about this. Should it be harder for all of these ballot initiatives to make it onto the ballot and into the Constitution if they pass? Or should this be something we leave up to our elected representatives to decide? This is the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Uh, presidential run, especially if you uh, have a daughter or you're married, you're going to want to stay uh, tuned and listen for that. But in the meantime, uh, let's get back to this whole thing with the Florida State Constitution and lawmakers in Florida voting to make it more difficult for citizens to put ballot initiatives forward that would alter the state constitution. For example, all these amendments we had to vote on last time, they, the Republicans in the Florida State House want to make it harder for all those amendments to appear on the ballot. They, they're like, look, can we keep our constitution a constitution and not change it every two years because somebody else wants to go out and make more money? 855-765-1045. Mark K, it is the tyranny of the democracy that's causing all these constitutional amendment changes. That is deep. It is important for citizens to retain the right to amend the Constitution because the legislature often fails to do its responsibility. But it is the responsibility of the people to elect legislators who will go to Florida and do the responsibility that they were duly elected to do, isn't it? I don't know. Even if they are able to get it on the ballot, they probably can't count the ballots correctly. Well, that's, that is definitely, that is, we should start at square one. Let's, let's say one. Two, three, oh wait, sorry, no, yes, yes, no, 855, because it's a yes-no vote, Winnie, and never mind. Hey, George at Orange Park, George, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show, how's it going? Oh, very good, thank you, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great, man, I'm having a lot of fun today, I probably should now, yeah. I should probably, we should probably get a little more serious. Uh, what do you think about the Florida Constitution and making it more difficult to amend it? Well, I think the the people shouldn't be allowed to amend it at all. It should be up to the representatives because that's specifically stated in the U.S. Constitution that every state should have a, a Republican form of government, which means the representatives and senators and the people in the Capitol should vote on an amendment and not the people because... That means the, the tyranny of the majority in the state of Florida uh, is going to run everything and the minorities have no protection at all. Yeah, but if you think about that, if you look at this, if you look at a lot of the ballot initiatives on the state of Florida, a lot of them aren't by aren't even partisan at all. They're all run. I you know, personally, at, at least the, the most recent ones 
are run from an economic standpoint, especially when you look at the one that the, the Disney initiative that went forward and, and the Seminole Indian tribes and the casinos, the one against, you know, shutting down the dog tracks. That's another initiative. That's not really that's not really a, a, a partisan issue. That's more a financial issue. Or really, that's kind of a that's kind of an environmental issue with all the dog lovers, you know, joining forces because they feel like it's cruel and unusual treatment of greyhounds. So you are yeah, going to have you are going to have a lot more liberals come out and vote for that one. That's why we, we elect representatives in the first place, is yeah. so they can uh, do the bidding of the people. But uh, it shouldn't be a majority of, of the people running everything uh, without any input at all for the minority. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. I have to. Agree. I also believe, and here's the other thing too: not that our lawmakers are the best people in the in the entire world, but most of them have experience, and some are lawyers, and some have been in government their entire lives. So when you send them to Florida and you give them a ballot initiative, or you write a law and say, "Here's the law we think should be on the books, and here's why," they tend to maybe understand it a little more. I mean, they have staff. They have a staff of people that investigate why it's good, why it's bad. They take polling data on it. They run all kinds of, you know, mock, uh, you know, programming. They, how would it affect our economy? How would it affect this? How would it affect voter turnout? Would it be good for the environment? Would it be bad? Do we really need medical marijuana? Are dogs? What are these greyhounds going to do if they're not running around the track every day? What about the Seminoles? Do we really want them to be investing money into our state constitution when they're not even part of the state of Florida? I mean, there's a lot of different things that we can look at here. And and maybe we should maybe it has become too easy to amend our state constitution. But in making it harder, do we infringe upon the rights of Floridians to amend the state constitution? It's an interesting question. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. And some that a lot of people are coming down. Like, here's the thing. I'm a I'm a big anti-federalist. I'm a state's rights kind of guy. I believe that Florida should be able to decide what's best for Florida. But at the same time, I'm also a Democratic uh, Republic guy. I'm you know, I'm a hey, I don't think the people should have to vote on every single issue. You vote for somebody, you send them to Tallahassee, you let them do the work. You come back two, three years later, say, did you do what I told you to? And they say, yes, you go, great. You can go back for four more years. Or you come back and say, whoa, we asked you to do A, B, C, D, and E. What have you been doing in Tallahassee? And they're like, well, you know, I've been taking money from special interests and going to a lot of Seminoles games. Okay, you're out. We're going to vote somebody else in. That's the that's the kind of representative uh, Republican form of democracy that I like. So should the people have a say in who represents them? Absolutely. Should the people have a direct say in every issue? No, because the people, myself included, just don't know enough about every single issue. Let me ask you a question. Think about this. If you guys, if you went and voted in the last election, okay, if you went and voted in the last election, how many of you, and be honest, raise your hand if you voted for Jack Daniels just because you thought it would be cool to vote for a guy named Jack Daniels, right? I look around. I guarantee if you're in your car, look around. There's people raising their hands right now because I know some people that went on Twitter and went on Facebook like, man, I just voted for Jack Daniels. Woo! And that's fine. It's your right to do that. But now think that these people who are putting a guy, well, he didn't win, unfortunately. I was shocked, by the way. I was totally shocked. Jack Daniel, I thought about name recognition alone, maybe if he were in Tennessee, it would have been different. But at the, these are the people that are now also altering the state constitution. Should they do that or should we leave it to the professionals? 855-765-1045 is the number. This is John in St. Augustine. How you doing, John? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. Hey, buddy. Oh, good, man. What do you want to say, sir? 
Hey, so I, I agree with your last point that, you know, us as Floridians really need to be more aware of what's on the agenda. And, and you know, I would also agree that it's really hard to keep up with everything that's on there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just there's so many different issues. But I guess also I just want to say that, you know, the uh, state legislator is going to be loyal to their constituency. You know, um, that everybody wants what's best for them or, or what's in it for them, and that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Uh, and that's just the way it is. It's always been that way. It's going to be that way moving forward. And uh, until that changes, I don't know what else to tell you, buddy, but I'm enjoying your show. Have a good day, brother. Oh, you too, John. I appreciate the call. And that's an interesting point. I mean, when you think about it, we have to. They're called delegates. It's called a delegation for a reason. You know, when you, it's all about delegating responsibility. You, as a, as a citizen of this state have a job. You got a family. Maybe you're coaching like some softball or little league. Maybe you're in a book club. You know, maybe you volunteer at your church. All right. Look at your, look at your, uh, if you're, if you're like me, my wife has this calendar thing. It's called a cozy. Basically it's a, it's a calendar that she can update on my behalf, <laughs> which is great. But you know, you look at what you're doing every single day. You're busy. I'm here for six, seven hours a day. I go home. I sleep for the other 14. I got stuff to do, right? So we're all really busy. We don't have time to now stop what we're doing and legislate. That's why we hire people. When you vote for somebody, you are hiring them to go legislate. It's like when you when you hire a painter to paint your house. You don't come home and, and jump in there with them and say, no, you're doing it wrong. Let me show you. you. You hire the painter. If the painter sucks, you fire the painter and you go hire another painter until you get the job done to your liking. That's how our elected officials are. You send them to Tallahassee. And if you don't like what they're doing, you get them out. You don't jump in and take over for them. But uh, in the state of Florida, that's exactly what we do. We want medical marijuana on the ballot. Tell the legislators they don't want to they don't want to make it uh, make medical marijuana legal. Fine. We'll just do it. Our dams. I'll paint the damn house myself. Mike and Palatka. How you doing, Mike? Doing good, Mark. How are you today, man? Oh, I'm doing great. Hi, what do you want to say, sir? Uh, I, basically, what we got, what we're dealing with, is no different than the electoral college for the presidency. The Democrats, they want the highly populated areas to dictate the laws for everybody else by putting it on the uh, state constitution. Yeah, our lawmakers are not voting on these things. For political reasons, they don't want to have it against their record that they voted against X, Y, or Z. They they want to put it on the people to save their jobs, and that's not the way this country was uh, designed to be. That's 100% we, not we, the way it was designed. You're absolutely right about that. You're supposed to stand up and vote in a public forum and say yay or nay. And if you're too scared because you think you're going to get voted out of office, I mean, you're probably going to get voted out of office anyway. Yep. Well, hey. thank you, man. Enjoy the show. No, that's a great point, Mike. I really appreciate you calling in with that, too. 855-765-1045. Got to take a quick break. When we get back and we got more of your phone calls, what do you think about amending the state constitution to make it more difficult to amend the state constitution? Hashtag Florida. 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show. We'll be right back. Coming up, we've got a warning on the potential presidential run of uh, former Vice President Joe Biden. A warning for all Floridians. That's on the way. Also, do, uh, do you think he's going to run? That's a question now. Will he or won't he? Personally, I think he's going to run. 
I think he's going to run. He's not going to let something like this stop him. He's been waiting way too long uh, for Hillary Clinton to get out of the way and Barack Obama to go through. I think I think Biden's in for 2020, despite um, these little hiccups. And anyway, we're going to talk about that here in just a minute. You can leave us an open mic message too, whether or not you think Biden's going to run or, um, in 2020 or whether he's going to duck out because of these scandals. 855-765-1045. First, I want to get to Jim in Jacksonville because Jim, uh, it says here, is a former legislator. Jim, thanks so much for calling. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, like your show, I would tell you that uh, thousands of bills are filed every year in a legislature. And what happens is if somebody can't get their bill heard in, uh, you know, maybe a couple of times or whatever, yeah. they, they just turn to these groups and get enough signatures and, and change the constitution. And we shouldn't be able to do that so easily. There's companies out there. They hire to get signatures. They pay yeah. people to, to do this. It's a business. And so, I mean, I've seen, if you look at all, if you look at all the things that are on the constitutional amendment on the ballot, they have all been brought to Tallahassee. They, they didn't eat either. They didn't get a hearing over there because they're too just not any good mm-hmm. or they got a hearing and they got voted down. People don't like that. They get a big group together, say, you know, we want to save the pigs or we want to save the dogs or whatever. Yeah. Get enough signatures and change the Constitution. And, 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 and really, you should not be able to change the Constitution. If you look at our Constitution now, the, the things that have been put in there, it's ridiculous. Uh, the things that are in our Constitution, if you can't get, if it's not valid enough, for people to vote on it in Tallahassee and pass it and have the governor sign it, it must not be a very, very valid point to be taken. You know, that's an interesting point, Jim. Thanks so much for your call, too. And that's a really interesting point you bring up, that all of these issues went to Tallahassee and died. And you're saying that the reason they're now amendments to the Constitution is because the people, they couldn't get what they wanted to, done, to, to, to do the regular way through the Republican Democratic process. So now they're just basically buying their way into the law books with these amendment battles. Uh, uh, that's exact. Uh, that's exactly it. And 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 they get high paid. You know, like like uh, Morgan or Morgan, whatever. They they get on the bandwagon. They have a lot of money. Yeah. And they pay to get these things on the, in the Constitution where they should never ever have been in the Constitution. Right. If you want to pass a law, try to try to make it a, a law that's reasonable that people will pass. But well, people get stuck on these things and they just say, "Well, I'll hire a company to get me enough signatures." And I'll tell you, if you look at all of them that are on the ballot, most every most every one of them pass that gets put on the ballot. Yeah. Now there's some that don't, but most every one of them. That get put on a ballot, people vote yes for because they think, oh, it must be a good, must be a good thing. And actually, somebody just got enough signatures and put, you know, pigs got to have a bigger cage. Right, you and know? they also don't forget the fancy ad campaigns where they make you feel guilty for not voting yes because they feel like your children will will uh, not get in. Mean, there's all kinds of different twists and turns. Jim, thanks so much for calling. I was really informative, and I appreciate you listening, and I appreciate you calling in too. And, and he's right about that too. When you look at, and I would, lo- I'm, I, we should probably, if we had like research assistance or extra time, we could go through and we could look at all of the. <laughs> 
Everyone in the booth was like, no, we don't know. No more work. But, it, <laughs> but, but, but it's just, I thought Scott was asleep, but apparently he's awake. So and we were sitting there and if we had time, we would go back and we would look at all of the ballots and all of the amendments of the Florida Constitution. And you would see, for example, OK, giving uh, former convicts the ability to to vote. Maybe that's something we want to we want to reinstate. But dog racing, is that something that the founders of this great state really thought should be decided by a constitutional amendment clearly that definitely is something that can be handled more in the legislative branch of government imho 855-765-1045 jason in st augustine what's up jason how are you hey i'm all right um one of the great things i love about your show is that sometimes you hear a different different side of things that make you change um your the way you look at things and because my original call was going to be basically that a lot of these representatives that are elected they get up there and they're too scared to represent us for fear of offending somebody. So they kick it to us to keep their hands clean. Yeah. But after listening to Jim, I'm kind of wondering, you know, are they, I don't think that's going to be completely gone, but I'm wondering now if maybe uh, some of these guys, they get up there and maybe they are trying to represent us, but you got these outside groups that are just killing our representation up there. Yeah. No, I mean, it is. That's true, too. I'd never heard anyone uh, say what Jim just told us about how all of these initiatives originally started the regular way where they went to Tallahassee and they tried to get votes on it and they and they didn't get the votes. They didn't pass. So now this is their okay round two. Here we go. Let's cough up some dough and get it on the uh, get it on the in the Constitution. Yo, eight five five seven six five one zero four five. We had to take a quick break. We had a quick take a quick break. This is the Marque Show. We'll be right back on News one zero four point five WOKV. I've got to get Marque more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Marque. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Even if they are able to get it on the ballot, they probably can't count the ballots correctly. You know, that's what we need, a constitutional amendment to teach people how to count the ballots uh, when we're voting on constitutional amendments. 855-765-1045. A couple more people want to get in on this, and it's important because, you know, we're, we're they're looking, basically, this is a very Florida thing to do. They want to have a constitutional amendment, uh, making it harder to create constitutional amendments. Uh, this is Elizabeth in Jacksonville. How you doing, Elizabeth? What do you want to say? Doing great, Mark. Thanks. Um, I think that we create a problem when we act as if the amendment process is where the big money and the outside money comes in. That comes in at the legislative process. Lobbyists, campaign donations, big money from outside groups. I think the constitutional amendment process is, is cleaner because you have to get signatures. And the percent was increased from 50% after the pig amendment to 60%. So it already is harder to get an amendment passed. But is 60% hard enough? Should it be harder still? Should it be 75%? I mean, what if it was, what if it was 66%, two thirds, just like the, uh, the U.S. Constitution? I think 60% is great because it's the only way the people can get around their legislators who have been bought off by lobbyists. All right. 
All right. I mean, I, I guess, you know, that, that is another way to look at it. Yes, you're right. There are a lot of people in the legislator, legislature who are getting money for doing what they do, too. So, uh, you know, it's, I guess <laughs> basically what she's saying is we're damned if we do and we damned if we don't. Matt in St. John's County. What's going on, Matt? Hey, Mark, before I get started, I just want you to know that you are one of the few things that my teenage daughter and I have in common. Oh, wow. That is <laughs> one, of, one of the weirdest things I've ever been told. But I'm glad to hear it. I've been bringing fathers and daughters together since 2018. That's uh, she listens. She listens to you in the morning and I listen to you later. Well, I appreciate um, it. I appreciate it. <laughs> look, uh, here's I want to just there's a different way, I think, of looking at this amendment issue. And I'm going to use our very dear friend, John Morgan of Morgan and Morgan for the people from Kentucky, the guy. Okay, but just you be know, careful what you say because he is a valued advertiser. Yes, he is. But I just want to say this. If you think for a second that the medical marijuana uh, initiative was about medical marijuana, everybody in this audience is smoking medical marijuana. <laughs> it had nothing to do with that. It had everything to do with getting little 18 to 25-year-old mushheads at the ballot box so that they could vote D the second they got there because this whole medical marijuana was an illicit issue to get them there. How do you think an avowed socialist, a failure as a mayor... Okay, hang on for one second. Now, look, and that is a great point, and that's something somebody brought up, too, that all of these ballot initiatives do draw a certain type of voter. They draw in a more liberal voter. And it's no, I, I think it's no surprise to anybody that John Morgan was behind the medical marijuana ballot initiative. He's behind the uh, ballot initi initiative also for the um, for the uh, you know minimum wage, raising the minimum wage. So, yeah, he's going to draw in the more liberal voters for whatever reason, whether it's because he wants liberals uh, in Tallahassee. He wants a liberal governor. He wanted liberal representation or uh, also because I mean, there's the added benefit that he does have a lot of financial gain especially with the medical marijuana, because he's an investor in that industry as well as tons of others. So, yeah, it's twofold. I mean, there are so many different reasons to create a ballot initiative. And you're right. We should point out that it's not just about money. It's about swaying the vote. It's about getting a certain style of voter into the polls to support a certain candidate. And and whether it's, you know, whether it's John Morgan supporting liberal causes so he can get his liberal friends into office or somebody else supporting, you know, more Republican causes so they can get their Republican friends into office i think um i think you know that's basically that's basically what's happening the it the irony is you're getting a lot of these super liberal and super leftist amendment items passing the u.s the um the florida constitution and becoming amendments while still electing republican after republican after republican you've got a republican governor we have two i'm sorry we have a republican governor a republican senator marco rubio and a lot of Republicans that represent us in Tallahassee. So it is really interesting to see. But a great point. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. And tell your daughter I said hi. Jim in Palm Coast. What's up, Jim? Hey, how you doing, Mark? Oh, good. Uh, what do you want to I say, had, sir? I had a couple things. One is, first thing I believe is real simple. Let's get rid of the lobbyists. That, that'd be number one. Number two would be if you are on government assistance, I truly believe you don't. you should not have the right to vote. That's kind of like having a conflict of interest. You have to recuse yourself until you don't have a conflict of interest. The third is, I think we should all have to pass a test in order to vote. If you don't know what you're voting for, you can only do yourself harm. 
Now, I know that's pretty radical, but I thought I'd throw it out there. No, I appreciate Look, you are entitled to your opinion. You can be radical. You can be awesome. You can be whatever you want to be. Uh, and that's true. And I've heard a lot of people say, I've never heard anyone say about the government assistance. That's, inter- that's an interesting take that you have there. It's a conflict of interest. Why would you ever vote against the person that, you know, like you, you don't bite the hand that feeds you. That's your that's your take. You have to be actually an independent citizen uh, before you can before you can uh, discuss what uh, form of, of government we should have or which way our government should go. I mean, look, you're you're entitled to that opinion. That's not the issue, though. The issue is the ballot initiatives for uh, the amendment of the state constitution. Should it be as easy as it is to create these ballot initiatives? Because it's easy right now. It's easy if you are a billionaire or a billion dollar corporation. And we just had Jim, a former legislator. He called in and he said, look, this is how they do it. They go to Tallahassee. They pay the lobbyists. They the lobbyists go and they take the money and they whine and dine all of the all of these representatives. Representatives in Tallahassee, they try to get their amendments made, turned into law. And if it fails there, then they just spend more money and get it on the ballot and buy the signatures and run the ads. Bada bing, bada boom. All of a sudden you're voting yes on three, yes on 13, yes on 128. And it's and it's it's run. I mean, it's a runaway. It's a runaway. In the last, what, four years, we've had almost 20 amendments to the Constitution on the ballot. And I guarantee half the time the lawmakers don't even know what they say. How are the rest of us idiots supposed to know? Eight five. I know what you're thinking. That's what I listen to your show for, Mark. Well, whatever. Eight five. Sorry. If that's what you're listening for, you uh, you may be sadly um, sadly disappointed. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. All right. So Joe Biden. Let's switch gears a little bit because Joe Biden's still creepy. Joe Biden, this guy now has not one, but two women who have come forward and said, hey, uh, I felt inappropriately, um, you know, touched by Joe Biden. He smelled this part of my body. He smelled my hair. I didn't like it. I didn't care for it. Uh, I look back now in horror. I was shocked at the moment that it happened. There are, of course, videos and jokes and things going around. Uh, even Nancy Pelosi is starting to talk about uh, talk about it. I don't think that I don't think that President Trump has jumped in on it yet, but I'm sure that's that's only a matter of time, especially if he does enter the race. Uh, he's had all of his, his fellow candidates discuss it. Bernie Sanders has talked about it at length, as well as uh, Klobuchar. And, 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 oh, my gosh, Elizabeth Warren, she won't shut up about it. So the question now is, do we think Joe will run? Remember, he hasn't announced his candidacy, the candidacy yet. This is all a preliminary attack on his character and his credibility and his ability and his, and his, his I guess, you know, uh, should he should he actually lead? Should he be given the chance? Is he an appropriate choice for the Democrats or for anyone here in the United States of America? Will Joe run? That's the question. Personally, I think he will. And if he does, I'm really excited because it means we're going to have a lot more jokes for about for, for two more years. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. A lot of people are saying no. A lot of people are saying this is going to do him in. I'd, I'd be I'll be honest with you. I'd be shocked if that were the case. But. I've been shocked before. Star Star 1045 or 855-765-1045. You can leave me an open mic message, too. Do you think Joe's in or do you think Joe's out? This is the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV.
This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thank you so much for joining me today, folks. We appreciate it. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. And we'll, uh, we'll keep following this. We've got a couple more phone calls about this Florida ballot initiative and making it harder to make the uh, to amend the Constitution. We'll, uh, we'll get into that here in just a minute. But first, we do need to talk about Joe Biden because Joe Biden's now getting into some hot water. Of course, we saw we know about the woman in Nevada, Flores, who he supposedly sniffed her hair and kissed her. And it was really creepy. And she came forward with this big op-ed over the weekend. And now there's another woman. And now Nancy Pelosi is chiming in. And it's unclear because Joe Biden has not yet declared his candidacy. So it's unclear whether or not Joe's going to go forward with a, uh, with a presidential run. Uh, he hasn't made that decision yet. I personally think he will. I don't think he's going to let this stop him. I know that a lot of other people think he's still the most viable candidate on the Democratic side, which is not saying a lot for the candidates on the Democratic side. But I will say this. If Joe Biden does decide to run for president, all men who can hear my voice, heed warning. You better lock up your daughters and keep your wives close. Joe Biden's coming at you and he's got a wandering nose. He's going to hit the campaign trail for 2020, which means he'll be sniffing heads from sea to shining sea. Ladies, be prepared, because out of nowhere, he'll shove his nose in your hair. He just wants to sniff it and smell it and maybe kiss it. He don't care. That's just how they do it back in Delaware. He loves the softness of your follicles. He quivers when they tickle his nostrils. He's old school, ladies. He don't mean no harm. It's just part of his folksy old Joe Biden charm. So don't worry when he nuzzles your neck. He don't want to have sex. He just does it out of respect. And if he massages your shoulders while he's standing behind you, don't trip. That's just what all old horny senile men do. Clinton had cigars. Biden's got his schnoz. Every man has flaws. He ain't breaking no laws. Well, except maybe assault and possibly adultery and generally being super duper creepy. But hey, we can sit here and hate the man. Or we could just read his official statement. He says, never did I believe I acted inappropriately. Well, Mr. VP, the Internet respectfully disagrees. There's like 180 YouTube videos showing you groping young girls with your big old nose. He's a gawker, a stalker, a real close talker. He's been like this for years. It should not be a shocker. Instead of taking antidepressants, he gets a boost from snorting herbal essence. Knock, knock. Who's there? Joe Biden. Joe Biden who? Joe Biden who gets off on the smell of your shampoo. We can all sit around making jokes, but the sad truth is he'll still get millions of votes. He wouldn't be the first president who philanders. Besides, he's still better than Bernie Sanders. Let that be a warning, gentlemen. Creepy Joe Biden is coming for your women. 855, maybe you're, maybe you're men too, I don't know. 855-765-1045. 855-765-1045. This is Jim in Jacksonville. Jim, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm doing good, Mark. How are you? Doing great, Jim. By the way, do you think Joe Biden's going to run for uh, president, or do you think he's going to call the quits after this? I think his fellow running uh, mates or opponents are, are going to cut him off at the knees and keep him out. All right. All right. Great. What do you want to say about the uh, what do you want to say about the Constitution? I think we should make it uh, more difficult. The last state election would be a perfect example. I think you voted against all 10 of the amendments, but I think that probably most of the voting public just said yes, yes, yes. Yeah. There was, there was a wide ideology spread amongst those different amendments. And it'd be statistically impossible for them all to pass if the 
people knew what they were voting for. And you have to realize, yeah. like, the, the other thing, and you're right about that, is because one side gets a yes vote and another side gets a no vote. And the yes vote is always already, uh, it's all, they've already have the majority or they already have the upper hand because people prefer to vote yes, they prefer to be positive, than vote no, even if they don't know what they're voting for. And that's why, and a lot of these TV ads are misleading. They're like, vote yes for Amendment 13, and you'll get, you know, butterflies delivered to your house, and everyone's going to be joyous. And if you vote no, we're all going to hell. And that's not the case. Um, so you're right about that. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. There should be a different way to vote on it. 855-765-1045. Faye and Doctors Inlet. How you doing, Faye? Hi, I'm good, Mark. How are you? Hey, good. What do you want to say? Well, I just have an opinion about John Morgan. Uh, as do most Floridians. <laughs> what is your what is your opinion? Well, I think he's got his eye on a government elected job, and that's why he's trying to shore up the pot users and the uh, minimum wage people. Yeah, you think that one day he wants to be maybe governor? So I mean, like I've heard yes, that be- I've heard that before. Potential. I mean, I've met John Morgan several times, and I, you know what? I should point out he's an advertiser, not just on this station, but on pretty much every station this company owns. Uh, and he's yeah, on TV. I mean, he's everywhere. Right? But the thing is, I don't know that if I were John Morgan. And the guy is, a, I mean, he's a billionaire. He owns several companies, not just Morgan & Morgan. He owns the Science Works. He owns all these other places. The guy doesn't need to run for office. If he did, I mean, I, he could probably do it. He's made a name for himself in the state. But it's interesting. I, I have heard that a lot, that a lot of people think he's got political aspirations. And these amendment and ballot issues are a way for him to shore up support. Listen, we got to take a quick break. 855-765-1045. Uh, you can still call about that if you want to talk about the amendment issue here in Florida. Or if you want to let me know, yes, I think Joe Biden's still going to run. Or no, I think he's done. 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get more more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I just want to say that Joe Biden raps the best thing I've heard all week. Keep it up, Mark K. All week? I mean, it's only Tuesday. <laughs> it's only to No, I appreciate it. That's very nice. I appreciate it. We'll play. If you miss it, we'll play it for you again in just a minute um, before we get out of here. 855-765-1045. I'm curious, though, what do you think about Joe Biden now that he's had not just the one woman, the Representative Flores from Nevada, or not Representative, she was a Attorney General. She came out and she wrote this huge op-ed piece on this website called The Cut, and she was talking about how Joe Biden, right minutes before they were supposed to go on stage, minutes before they were supposed to go on stage he uh he sniffed her hair he kissed her he stood behind her grossly and inappropriately put her in a really in a really it was a really bizarre situation she did she was not happy at all uh, and now she's coming forward saying that this is something that he's been doing forever and we've seen the videos i mean there are videos everywhere we've seen the evidence before that he has this He's kind of a habitual hair-sniffing, nose-nuzzling, butterfly-kiss-giving weirdo. Um, and now it's coming back to bite him. It's coming back to haunt him. Um, 855-765-1045. Mark, I think this is the Democrats' way of undoing Joe Biden. He had his opportunity as vice president, and now it's Bernie Sanders' time. Bernie Sanders is going to be the nominee in 2020 for the Democrats. It's how they take care of their own.
I mean, but isn't Joe Biden really their own? Like, who else is their own more than Joe Biden? He's been in D.C. since it was, you know, I mean, since Washington was in D.C. He's been there that long. He's been there since he had brown hair when he got there. He was there through countless administrations. He's been a representative of Delaware forever. He worked with the Clintons. He worked with the Obamas. You know, he 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 had his son uh, passed away. So he said, look, I'm going to duck out. I'm going to let Hillary be president this time around. And maybe I'll come back, uh, you know, if and when um, she's done in four years or eight years. But now it's it's Donald Trump. And it, it, is this not Joe Biden's time? Is it is he not their guy more so than even Bernie Sanders? Bernie Sanders isn't their guy. They threw Bernie Sanders aside last time around. They bought him a house and said, go back to Vermont and shut up. We've got our candidate and it ain't you. And if Joe Biden decided to run last time, would it have been Hillary or would it have been Joe Biden? And would Joe Biden, would he have been able to beat Donald Trump? 855-765-1045. Steve in Jacksonville. How you doing, Steve? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, hey, hey Mark. I love your rap, man. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Awesome. Oh, awesome. yeah. Think, an, uh, I'll do more I raps. Think, I think Creepy Joe. Yeah, do more. I think Creepy Joe's going to run, and I think he's going to team up with Michelle. Michelle Obama. Yeah, at the last minute. Yeah, well, you know, she claims... And then what I hope, I hope Trump, I hope he goes up and, and gives Trump the offer to take him behind the schoolhouse and he just takes him back there and shows him what fur. Yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, Michelle Obama claims she has no political aspirations and she's not running. And, you know, the Obamas have never lied about anything in their lives. Right. <laughs> so I guess we'll see, right? I guess we will. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Andy in Green Cove. How you doing, Andy? Doing great. How you doing this morning? Uh, good. What do you think about Joe Biden? Is he going to run or is he out? I think Joe Biden's going to run. He's going to rationalize. He's from Delaware. He's a D.C. insider. He's got the Upper East Coast vote. And he's going to get the West Coast vote. He's going to recruit that NFL referee that didn't make the call against the Saints. <laughs> I mean, against the Rams when they played the Saints. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, that, that's going to be his uh, that's going to be his running mate so he can get the California voters. That's an interesting point, Andy. I, I appreciate that. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Willie or won't he? That's the question with Joe Biden. And if you look at the can look, Bernie Sanders is really popular with the burnouts, with the burn heads, with the young votes. You know, there's people out there feeling the burn and they're Venmoing them one dollar and one dollar here with their Venmoing them money by the millions, one dollar at a time, because that's what Bernie Sanders tells them to do. And they show up at the rallies. And then in Texas, you've got all these weirdos that love Beto O'Rourke. You know, and they they show up to his rallies and and he's able to get a, a, a pretty, you know, a pretty decent sized crowd. At least at least he was two weeks ago. We're not really sure. What's going to happen the next time he tries to have a rally? And then you've got all these ancillary characters who just, you know, if they haven't made a splash yet, they're not going to, it's not going to happen for them. Buddy Geek, it's not going to happen for that guy, even though he's raising a lot of money. Cory Booker, I mean, he had a, he had a solid start with his, let's legalize marijuana for everybody. But then, then he was like, ah, you know, he's kind of letting the superstars do their thing. What you really need, if I were a candidate on the Democratic side, I would come out and really go for the jugular with Joe Biden. I'd be the one that because you need to get your name in the news and you need to be the one to take Joe Biden out. No one knows that better than Donald Trump. Learn from Donald Trump's playbook. You have to your job now as a as a Democratic candidate is to look at the landscape where you have, what, 13, 14 other other socialists who all want to be president. Your job is to look at each one of them and go, OK, pop and get them out. OK, pop, get them out. However, you can Whatever ammunition you have, you've got to target them and basically, you know, for removal. 
it's like you're playing Fortnite. Right. You've got to eliminate these guys. And at the end, and then the storm's going to get smaller and smaller. And you're pretty soon it's going to be you and a couple of other people in a circle. And the last one standing wins. So you've got to make sure that you've got your 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 gold scar and you've got to make sure that you've got your chug jugs and you've got to well, you've got to last longer than anyone else. And when it's you and one other person, you put them right in your sights and bam, you eliminate eliminate them for your victory royale. That's how you play Fortnite. That's how you win elections. That's their job. So if you were smart and you were Amy Klobuchar or Elizabeth Warren or Yang or Schultz or anybody else or O'Rourke who wants to do this thing and really wants to be president, now's your time to jump at Joe Biden and get him out for good. Because right now, I don't think Joe Biden's scared. I don't think he thinks this is even a thing. I think if he ignores it long enough and just waits a couple weeks, he'll eventually come back and run and get the nomination. Richard in Jacksonville. What's up, Richard? How are you? Hey, just fine, man. What's going on? Yeah, you know, nothing much, man. What do you think? Uh, well, I got a theory. Uh, first of all, you know, my heart goes out to uh, Joe because uh, uh, losing his son, and yeah. I almost lost mine to leukemia, so uh, I, can, I can relate to that, but you know when these when these Nazis start start not wanting something to go their way. I mean it's obvious you can see what they're you know what they're doing to Trump. Uh, when they don't want something, then here comes the, their first tactic is to smear tactics. So obviously they don't want Joe Biden to run. So here comes the all the women coming out you know trying to smear him, and uh, that's. Obviously, they don't want him to run. <laughs> well, yeah, but look, here's the thing. When you have you've got different factions in the Democratic Party, you've got the old Democratic strategists. You've got the people that have been there forever, like Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. And they are, you know, they, they live and die by each other. And they have that that good old boy and girl, you know, uh, that communion together. They run Washington in their minds. They are the Illuminati and they want to maintain that. Then you've got this younger set, the AOCs coming up. Right. And they're and they've got Joe Biden, who's not younger, but acts like he thinks that he is. So you I mean, there's a splinter in the Democratic Party. And while one fact they're fighting amongst each other and you're right about that. None of the women want him there. They want him out. They want the power. Bernie Sanders wants him out. Bernie Sanders will let these women accuse him. He'll let the other female Dem uh, Democratic candidates, Elizabeth Warren and whatnot, go after Joe Biden. He'll let AOC attack the guy on Twitter, whatever it takes, whatever it takes to get him out. But don't think for a minute that Joe Biden doesn't have a huge and very powerful and very rich base of support in the Democratic Party that is going that is going to eventually uh, come behind him and start doing what needs to be done to get Joe Biden into the White House. Because of all of the old school Washington swamp dwelling Democratic Illuminati candidates out there, Joe Biden is their number one best hope to be president, even if there's a potential that he might, you know, smell somebody's hair at the inauguration. 855-765-1045, probably like a 90, 95% chance. 855-765-1045. This is the Mark K Show. Quick break. We'll be right back. If Joe Biden does decide to run for president, all men who can hear my voice, heed warning. 
You better lock up your daughters and keep your wives close. Joe Biden's coming at you, and he's got a wandering nose. He's going to hit the campaign trail for 2020, which means he'll be sniffing heads from sea to shining sea. Ladies, be prepared, because out of nowhere, he'll shove his nose in your hair. He just wants to sniff it and smell it and maybe kiss it. He don't care. That's just how they do it back in Delaware. He loves the softness of your follicles. He quivers when they tickle his nostrils. He's old school, ladies. He don't mean no harm. It's just part of his folksy old Joe Biden charm. So don't worry when he nuzzles your neck. He don't want to have sex. He just does it out of respect. And if he massages your shoulders while he's standing behind you, don't trip. That's just what all old horny senile men do. Clinton had cigars. Biden's got his schnoz. Every man has flaws. He ain't breaking no laws. Well, except maybe assault and possibly adultery and generally being super duper creepy. But hey, we can sit here and hate the man. Or we could just read his official statement. He says, never did I believe I acted inappropriately. Well, Mr. VP, the internet respectfully disagrees. There's like a hundred 80 YouTube videos showing you groping young girls with your big old nose. He's a gawker, a stalker, a real close talker. He's been like this for years. It should not be a shocker. Instead of taking antidepressants, he gets a boost from snorting herbal essence. Knock, knock, who's there? Joe Biden, Joe Biden who? Joe Biden who gets off on the smell of your shampoo? We can all sit around making jokes, but the sad truth is he'll still get millions of votes. He wouldn't be the first president who philanders, but Besides, he's still better than Bernie Sanders. Let that be a warning, gentlemen. Creepy Joe Biden is coming for your women. Yeah, the 855-765-1045 is the number. Zoinks! What's wrong, Scoop? Joe Biden, he sniffed me. <laughs> will he run, though, or will he won't? Is this enough to chase him out of it for good? It's about time that Democrats are getting a taste of their own medicine. Yeah. Uh, Steve in St. Augustine. How you doing, Steve? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. What do you think? Yeah, pretty good. You know, I think he's going to run. I mean, he's he's creepy, Joe. We've known that for years. You know, he's a likable guy. He's a likable, creepy guy. But it's not, <laughs> unless somebody says, you know, oh, he tried to stick his tongue down my throat or he dragged me into a closet and fondled me, it's not going to stop him. You know, is he going to be the nominee? I don't know. If he is, is he going to win? No, he's the Minnesota Vikings of politics. He's never going to be president. <laughs> but it's not that I don't know. You know, I think this is part of the problem with with politics is that, oh, he sniffed my hair. Oh, my God, I've been assaulted. Oh, no, you haven't. You had your hair sniffed. It's really nothing more than that. Yeah. All right. That's a, by the way, the Minnesota Vikings of politics is literally the best way I've ever heard Joe Biden described. He's never going to win the Super Bowl, but he'll, you know, he'll be in it. They'll be in it to win it for <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much for your call. We appreciate it. Uh, Bruce in Jacksonville. How are you, Bruce? Good, Mark. Hey, just real quick, uh, two reasons that Uncle Joe will be out. Um, first one is, can you say Al Franken? And secondly, uh, these two women are just the tip of the iceberg, and he knows what the rest of the iceberg looks like. Oh, so you think that there's more women and more sinister stuff that happened or just more hair sniffing? Because I'll be honest with you. I mean, we saw these YouTube videos that we sing about in the song. That's no joke. You Google creepy Joe Biden compilation and there's a bunch of them and it's young girls and old women. And I mean, he he gets right up in their faces and nuzzles their noses. And I mean, if he did that to me or my wife or my daughter, I would I would there would be, you know, there'd be jail time for either him or me for somebody. So it's right. a look, and, and and that's my issue is there's going to be a lot of people coming forward with this 
really borderline behavior. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. And look, if we learned anything from the Brett Kavanaugh situation, people could come up and say things happen that, you know, never actually happen and that they can't prove. And it could really uh, it could really cause some problems for the candidacy of Joe Biden, former vice president of the United States of America. We're going to follow the story. Like I said, there'll be more women, probably. There'll be more accusations. There's going to be more stuff tomorrow. It's whatever you want Wednesday. So if there's something you really want to talk about, if there's some burning issue and desire and need that you have to express that we just haven't done so on the show yet, we turn the show over entirely to you. Uh, that's tomorrow right here on the Marque Show. Stay tuned because we've got the news and we've got Rush Limbaugh coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. See ya. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.